I said no, you can't play a ninja. This is an old West game, and they didn't have ninjas. But the year is 1869, and there are historical records indicating there were ninjas. In fucking Japan, not in the old West. Okay, cool. Here we are um, at our gaming retreat 2022. Uh, I'm Dave. I am the GM uh, and, um, yeah, co-designer of Tales of the Old West. I am the other co-designer of Tales of the Old West and my name is Matthew and um, I'm also playing in this actual play Marion Freeman, and Marion Freeman is a, well, I don't know what he is. I'm not sure he knows what he is at the moment. His faith has been shaken. He's lost his faith. Um, so, yeah, he's got to find himself a new outlook on life. Um, we'll go, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. Uh, anyway, who are you? I'm Tony. I'm playing Jimmy Harlston. Younger brother of William Harlston, who was tragically killed in a gunfight a little while ago. A uh, rancher, trying to make a success of um, the ranching business. Um, and basically trying to live up to um, my brother's example. Now he's dead and hopefully behave in a way that would make him proud. Cool. Having got into trouble with the McGinn family in Yonada Springs, which is... Your, uh, your town in New Mexico, where you've set up your horse ranching business. Um, you ended up having a gunfight. In that gunfight, you won, and you seriously wounded a guy called Gus Tannehill. Crippled him, in fact. His cousins and friends came back to exact vengeance upon you. Uh, in that gunfight, William was traitorously killed by one of the Tannehills, who wasn't involved in the actual gunfight, but was on the sidelines and then decided to shoot anyway. Uh, but you won that fight, with the exception, though, obviously, sadly, William was dead. Yeah, apart from, apart from being shot in the head and killed, it went really well. But um, Marion Freeman and your other co-conspirator, uh, a guy called Nathaniel Hawcock, who, sadly, Andy can't be with us for this game today, um, you won... You won the fight overall, although you did take take a nasty casualty. So summer then <coughs> slipped into autumn. Your business is doing well, despite the death of William. His funeral, uh, out on the ranch that he loved, was well attended by the townsfolk. If you remember, even Mary McGinn asked for permission to attend. Uh, she's the wife of Donald McGinn, who's the, the, the cattle baron that you've basically rubbed up the wrong way and have ended up being confronting. Um... Yeah, you, you allowed her to attend, and, and she seemed to offer an olive branch of friendship after all these terrible happenings. Young Jimmy started to rebuild his life without his big brother. But going through William's belonging, belongings, Jimmy found a few things. Uh, firstly, he found William's birth certificate. But strangely enough, giving his parents as Byron Stafford and a woman called Minnie Matheson, and not Harlston at all. Uh, he found a letter from Minnie to William, 
uh, making it clear that she was his mother and wanted a part in his life and the life of young Jimmy. And there was an unsent letter of reply written by William saying that he would seek her out soon in Silver City. Uh, Silver City being in, uh, in western New Mexico. You looking for something, Matt? Don't worry, don't worry, carry on. Um, determined to find out what all this was about and honour your brother's intention to seek out this woman, uh, both Jimmy and Marion saddled up and headed, headed west. You found that Minnie was working as a soiled dove in a seedy boudoir called the Princess Palace and was in some kind of illegal debt bondage to the proprietor, a guy called Harvey Brownlow. Not only that, you also found out that she was regularly beaten by a young patron, uh, a guy called Matthew Bullard, who was the younger brother of the big man in town, a guy called Taylor Bullard. You engaged the local notary, Kinsey Barker, and the help of the local sheriff to try and find uh, a legal way of, of dealing with this. However, it soon became clear that while Minnie was really well liked in the town, the legal route was going to prove troublesome, expensive, time-consuming, possibly uh, unlikely to, to, to achieve uh, the outcome you want. You also balked at Brownlow's demand for $500 to clear the debt. You argued with Brownlow, and in a fit of rage, he threw you out of the Princess Palace where you had the argument. You were tipped off then that Brownlow would rather see Minnie dead than lose face to you outsiders, and you learned that Matthew Bullard would accidentally kill her in a fit of anger. Um, and being a Bullard would probably get off scot-free. So you laid an ambush, challenged Bullard as he attacked Minnie, put him down only for Minnie to take up a gun and put a bullet through his head. The sheriff, who was quietly on your side, arrived in the nick of time to stop the trouble, but Brownlow wouldn't stand down and was shot by the sheriff's deputies. The sheriff, Sheriff Whitehill, advised you to leave town as fast as your horses could carry you and declared that Matthew Bullard's death was self-defence. You returned home with Minnie, Jimmy's ma, and after wishing Kinsey Barker well, uh, as he rode off to start afresh uh, in Santa Fe. And that's where we left it last time. So you are back in you know, in Yonada Springs. Um, it's autumn. Uh, it's time for... Um, Turn of the season? Not yet, <laughs> but not far off. It's time for... Um, it's time, it's time to go and sell that part of your herd that you want to sell. It's time for, uh, it's drive time, as mm. it were. Um, so I've, I've kind of experimented with a few rules here. So this will be the first time we'll play them. Cool. Um, we'll see how it works. I haven't shared them with anyone. I tested them with anyone. So we'll see how they go. Um, but as part of that, you, uh, you need to consider where you want to... Um, Sell your horses where you want to go. The Pequinto range. Next you door. might need to go slightly <laughs> further. Than that. Um, but before we get to that, is there anything that you guys want to do? So you've settled back in into into the ranch. Minnie has settled into the family and is 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 sort of working to help the business and help help with you. Um, she will become. She is a a new compadre for Jimmy. Uh, we would have rolled that up today, but I haven't brought the right pages from the rule book, so we'll do that another time. Is there anything you guys want or uh, want to do or, or 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 talk about at this point? I uh, don't think so, for me. I want to redesign my character sheet, but that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want you there. to redesign the character sheet. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, say it's autumn, you need to drive your cattle uh, to somewhere, your, cattle, your horses to somewhere where you can sell them. Now, you should have a map of New Mexico. Well, the maps are here. So this is Lone Range. Well, so this is... You're not, if you haven't got one of... Uh, is that not one of New Mexico? can't see it from here. Is that New Mexico? Uh, no, it's a small part. It's a part of New Mexico. Well, okay. Yeah, give me a moment. I'll give you a map of New Mexico. Well, maybe up here. I don't think so. It might be. It's, uh, There's New Mexico. Okay. New Mexico, circa 17, 1872. Yeah, cool. So, there are four places you could sensibly drive your herd to or the part of your herd you're going to sell pardon me in order in order to sell them um, and they are Albuquerque Albuquerque uh, Santa Fe Santa Fe Las so, Vegas so New Mexico that's where we are yeah yep. so these are all north of you Albuquerque is AL you've taken the it's not super clear on that unfortunately uh, Albuquerque is up here, that, so I think that, that might that be Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Okay. Yep. So we're basically taking a trip <clears throat> along the river to Albuquerque. Yep. Um, or what would you say? Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Santa, Santa, Santa Fe. Fe. Um, Las Vegas, which is just east of Santa Fe. Yep. Okay. Um, or Fort Sumner. Fort Sumner's over here. Nope. Uh, Fort Sumner is there by the lake. That one? By the yep. lake. Um, would we get a good price for army? So, the way this works is um, you know a little bit about each of these markets. And um, each of those markets has got a potential value, mm-hmm. um, comparative value of uh, for making your sale. This, this uh, is, is measured by potential bonus dice to your end of season business roll. So Albuquerque's got a good market. Um, there's a risk of rustlers along the way, and there's trouble between cattle and sheep herders. And there's a few Comanche around as well that might be an issue. Um, but it's a good market, so you'd get plus three to your end-of-season business roll by driving your herd to Albuquerque. Santa Fe is a busy market. It's better than Albuquerque's. Um, there, is, there is a problem of the Santa Fe ring monopoly. Um, who do an awful lot of the, the dealing, largely cattle, um, but obviously they have fingers in many pies. And there are Comanche rustlers uh, in that area. But it's a good market, you think that would give you plus four to your end of season's business role. Las Vegas uh, is an up and coming marketplace. And there's talk of a railroad being built um, to is it. Is there a railroad Santa Fe yet? Because No, will be. not at this point, no. Um, it's a new town it's quite lawless it's got a bad reputation Uh, there is risk of rustlers and Comanche are active in that area but it's a new town it's desperately trying to make a good reputation for itself and that would give you plus six to your end of business end of season business roll turn of the season business rolls were you able to get your herd there in one piece Um, finally Fort Sumner so the, there was a Native American reservation called the Bosque Redondo there, but it was shut down a few years ago. 
Um, but even with that shutdown, you still have the army working out of Fort Sumner. Um, the Comanche around here are pretty hot. They are very angry at the army and what has been done with the, the reservation. So they are quite dangerous. Um, but that would give you plus four if you went that far. Are they buffalo soldiers? Um, Fort Sumner? There might be some, yeah. I'm, I don't know historically, actually, but I think in this case, I'd say, yeah, you could have, the, there's probably a regiment, regiment, it's a unit of buffalo soldiers there. So now there is um, rules about driving your cattle. And so for every three squares, uh, each of which is about 12 miles, and you can on average move a herd about 12 miles a day, uh, you'd need to make a, uh, a number of rolls. So you'd need to um, you'd need to find the way. It should be a Hawkeye roll for one of your one of your crew. Um, you would then need to manage the herd, which is animal handling roll, to make sure the herd goes in the right direction, and then manage the trails. That's a nature roll, and that is about supporting your crew, chuck wagon. Uh, making camp in the right places and keeping your cowboys and your crew healthy whilst you are traveling. Now, bad outcomes... Na some, nature. Yep. Bad outcomes on some of these roles <clears throat> might reduce the um, end, uh, turn of season business bonus. So driving is all about protecting your herd to minimize that negative so you can take advantage of the bonus by getting your... Your herd to the right market. Well, so kind of up to you to decide where you want to try and take your herd. I'd really want to go to Fort Sumner, but uh, given that I can't push my rolls, I um, I've got no faith. Because um, he lost his faith in the last. So I don't know where getting that back. There is, but so Matthew needs to do on that. <laughs> they are, and they kind of sort of kind of have to be, unfortunately, at this moment. Um, so, what is your faith, Matthew? I'm a Christian, so my my outlook on life was: we are all God's creatures, even us sinners. So that's your faith. Yeah. So you'd need to do something um, kind of special to reaffirm that faith. Yeah. It might be some kind of pilgrimage, possibly, or it might be some kind of religious service. Uh, but it's not just going to church. It's not just going to church. It's, it's going to have to be more than that. Or you throw off your religious faith entirely, and during this scenario you work out what your new outlook on life is. So one way or the other, at the end of the scenario, you'll either have reaffirmed your faith in, in religion or you'll have cast it off and chosen something else. Yeah, but until then, I'm not pushing both. Until, until you've done I that. I can't push my dice. Until you've managed that So my game. best skill in this regards is animal handling and I only roll five dice. Because I'm pretty good at animal handling. Level seven, die. The other skills, Hawkeye and nature, not so good. 
I roll four dice on Hawkeye, and I roll three dice on Nature. Five on Hawkeye, and um, four on Nature. Right, so, so you, you do all the rolls, so you, and so you can I use, shoot things. <laughs> so you can use um, compadres for this. I don't have any compadres. I do, or, but they're not any better than I am at any reason. Yeah. Or you can go and hire cowhands up to the same number of PCs in the group. So I will allow you to have three, seeing Nathaniel is should have been here. Um, but they might not be any better than you. But extra, you can assist as well. So if you've got a, a team of, say, five of you, you two plus three cowhands, then you can decide how you who makes the roll and how many dice of assistance each one gets on each uh, each each three days to best manage your herd. And when we hire a um, a ranch hand, what decides yep. what their skills are? We make a dice roll. Uh, and what's the cost of doing that? So the cost is going to be $10 per cowboy per week. And uh, I've done some stuff about hiring. What did I? It's not there. Bear with me. How many weeks travel is this? Well, each, each space is a day. Assuming you don't have any each delay. Each space is a, is a square. Yeah, or each, square not, each square is a day. But three... But you make a roll every three days. Okay, so... You said that's 12 miles? Each square is 12 miles, yeah. We, we get do 12 miles a day. You can, you can yeah, run your herd yeah. about 12 miles a day on average. Right, so let me have a quick look at this. So I'm thinking all of this is pointing to us getting what we can at Albuquerque. Because... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven to get to Albuquerque. Two weeks to get to Albuquerque. And how much further to Santa Fe? How much further to Santa Fe is it? Eleven, twelve, thirteen to get fourteen to get to go a full two weeks. <coughs> Las Vegas. So you don't have to go on the road. You can go across country. You don't you have, have to, to drive them. I mean, it does make it more road dangerous. Road is pretty obviously. much straighter, and there's a bunch of mountains. So uh, one, two. But just thinking, you could if you were yeah. going to Las Vegas, Aye. you could cut across there. Yeah, but that's crazy. It does bring additional yeah danger. And that's risk. just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's not going to save us massive amounts of time. Albuquerque, we don't get a great price, but we don't spend much money on it. A couple of weeks, three cowboys, do you say $10 a week? Yep. $60. So, make that back. To, re to recruit hands, yep. you can make a presence or performing role to attract men who want to join your, your, your posse, your crew, and then insight role to pick the best men. And that then gives you bonuses or negatives on roles for their key skill to see what their skill is. So if you attract the wrong kind of people and your insight is shit and you choose the wrong one, you might get you Sounds might get somebody, but he ain't going to be very good potentially. 
So my presence at Fordyce, before me and Ursula at Fordyce, and Insight, five. So I now get six dice on presence. Right. Do you want to recruit and some men, recruit I some only get hands four. And insight, I get four dice. Okay, well, I get five on insight. So do you want to but again, you only get what do you get on presence? Four. Four. But you get to roll them twice. Yeah, I guess there's a lot of rolls though coming up, and I obviously won't get to roll all of them twice. Right. Well, let me. Uh, <coughs> Go into town at least and start gathering. Um. Okay, so are you using presents? Yes. So that's five and a mishap dice. So I'm going into it like. Into the bars and. I get a success. Okay, yep. Yeah, so you've you've got a few people who are interested. Um, this will give you plus one to his skill total when you've chosen one. Okay. But now then there's an insight roll to pick the right guy. And this is going to be how many people are we recruiting here? Well, up to three. So there's like making a roll for each. So this one success gets me... Enough guys to choose from to get all our three. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So then do I need to make an insight roll for each one? Yep. Okay, so my insight, insight is five. Okay, here we go. First, oh, I didn't do a misset die. Okay, so I've got one on my mishap die. And I do want to push this roll because I haven't got any successes. So you would get a mishap because you have a one on the mishap die. Can be an alky or something. Yeah, okay. I'm probably not going to push that because that's probably not going to result in anything better, even if I get a success with a mishap. Okay, so... Uh... So roll 1d3 to see which is his key skill. One. So he's good at Hawkeye. Okay. Uh, and then roll 1d3 plus two for the level of his skill. 1d3 plus two. Uh, that'll be four. So he's got four in that. So that's the total number of dice so he's rolls. That's the total he's number of dice he rolls. He can't push. Yeah, but he can assist. Okay. All right, so second guy then. Yep. Inside. Okay, I'm pushing this one. Two successes. Okay. So roll again D3 to see what his key skill is. Okay, that's uh, that's Hawkeye again, but he you'll get one d three plus five, six. <laughs> so his Hawkeye is six. Okay, so he's actually, he's actually better than get something. 
Yep. And the last one. One success. Let's take that. Okay, roll D3 again for his. One. That's Hawkeye again. Uh, well, is that a one? You rolled a two. It's a D3. It's a D3. One two is one. Two and four is two. So roll one D3, but this time you get to plus four. Uh, seven. Okay. Yep. So now these guys can do animal handling and nature mm. as assistants. Okay. But they're not going to have very good skills in them. <clears throat> So that's your three guys. So whilst you're in town doing that, um, you, uh, I guess you're maybe in Blessings Bar or something, talking to a few people. Um, one of the Blessings, like, when he sees you finished talking, he says, uh, hey, uh, guys, well, come, so on, come over here. While he's, while he's interviewing these guys, I, uh, I go over and talk to um, them. He says, I just thought I'd mention, um, I had some guys in here. Asking after you uh, earlier today. There was uh, four or five of them from out town. Um, they were just asking if uh, if we knew where the Freeman Harleston Ranch was. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you send them out on our way? They might want to buy some horses, and then we don't have to do this ridiculous <laughs> drive. Yeah, or they might want to murder us. As, you know, Either way. <laughs> Gets us out of the... Uh, <laughs> Gets out of herd. Doing your business. Uh, it says, um, I, I said I'd heard of you guys, but I didn't know where your ranch was. I didn't want to, I didn't oh, want to send them in. They the didn't tell you what their interest was? No, no, no. They were just looking for you. I look for the ranch. Tell us what they look like. Uh, yeah, he can give you a description. There's, um, at least four men. Uh, they look quite kind of rough and ready. At least four men. Is that, because you can only count to four. So four more is just look the same to him. Is that... <laughs> No, he, three. <laughs> he, he, he knew, knew there were more than three. But he knew there were four men <clears throat> who were in the bar, hanging around the bar. No. He thinks he might have seen another one outside, but he doesn't know. So he didn't. Yeah, he doesn't want to give you false information. Um. Yeah, they look quite. Uh, they look well armed. They look rough and uh, and ready. But they weren't. They were good customers. They weren't aggressive or anything. But um, yeah, they looked like the kind of men you don't want to mess with. Okay, thanks for the uh, thanks for the warning. Anytime. Yeah, seek him out and go mess with him. We don't back down from people trying to do us harm. Well, I know. I learned that from my brother. <laughs> We're going to leave the ranch relatively unprotected with only um, horsecock. Hawcock. Hawcock. <laughs> You haven't seen his, huh? You haven't seen his. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. Quite pleased about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to leave it relatively unprotected. We've mm. got to do this before we go to Albuquerque. Yeah, probably right. I don't know where we are yet. Where's the next bar they would have gone to? But it's not going to be hard for them to find out. We're not like the location of a ranch isn't a secret, is it? In town? No. It's not going to be hard for them to find I out. I mean, I've got, I've just erected a big sign saying Freeman Isles and Rock. This way. Drive in horse rental. <laughs> <laughs>
Avis horse rental. Yeah, so um, these three guys, they'll, they're they going to come and report at the ranch at the, the day you specified. Um, cool, you want to go shooting? <laughs> come and join us now. They probably they can probably handle handle their guns reasonably well. They're cowboys, so they'll have some some competence. They might not be gunslingers, but well, should we just go back to the ranch then? Because these guys, if they're looking for us, they'll find the ranch quite quickly, and they'll be yeah. they'll be coming to us. And we got your mum there. We got. The old guy. Yeah, we got John William. Boy Smithson. We got oh no, Jimmy Hansen, that's me. I'm not main possible. <laughs> <enough. laughs> that Jimmy guy, he's so fucking lazy. It's just <clears throat> you know, maybe they're just innocent traders wanting to buy a horse. Maybe. But we gotta be there to sell them horses. Mm. Let's go down. Are you heading back to the ranch? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Okay, as you're riding out of town, um, you hear a shout behind you saying, Gentlemen, gentlemen, wait. Uh, and you turn around, I assume. You yeah, yeah I think I imagine we'll turn around. Um, and you see uh, Cody Picker. If you remember, he was one of the investigators looking into oh, the, uh, the loss of uh, Chisholm's cattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And uh, yeah, he, he, he you know he comes. Oh, thank you for for waiting. Um, What's his name again? Cody, Cody, Cody Picker. Picker. <clears throat> and there was two of them. Uh, I don't remember the name of the other guy off the top of my head. Um, I want to know what the other guy was called now. Mikael Kerman, the other one, but he's you can't see him. Um, <clears throat> and he said, "Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, I am." Um, I hear on the grapevine that you you guys are uh, you you're heading north with uh, with a herd from market. Yep, that's 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 the plan. True. Um, hey, look, if you if you if you gentlemen don't don't mind, I'm uh, I'm heading north too. If uh, it's a you know, dangerous road to, to ride alone, if you uh, if if you don't mind, I would uh, like to tack along with you and share all the merrier. Share the journey. Have you? Uh, yeah, I'd be very happy for you to do so. Uh, have you herded horses before? Uh, um, not. If you can't remember, you probably haven't. <laughs> <laughs> not particularly. I'm I'm decent on a on a horse, but uh, I, I I'm not I'm not a cowboy. But uh, can you cook? No. <laughs> no. Okay. What was the other one? Uh, handling. Uh, you only got at looking at stuff. How's <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, your, your knowledge of nature? <laughs> anyway, sorry, my knowledge why of nature. Why don't you uh, come back with us to the ranch now, and we'll have a talk about it over dinner. Okay, that sounds that sounds like a mighty fine invitation. And did you say he was with somebody else? He was originally, yeah. You haven't, you don't know but where. He's on his own now. He's on his own. Where's your, you, We can ask him. Yeah, where's the uh, 
Where's your companion? Another fellow, your partner. There is. Uh, he's uh, he's he's around here somewhere. He's uh, he's not coming back with me. He's uh, got some more work he's going to do down here. And uh, but uh, yeah, I need to I need to I need to head back up north. And uh, are you reporting to Chisholm or what report, you found down here? I shall be. Uh, I shall be. I should be taking a taking a report back to Mr. Chisholm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there may be people. I don't want you to get that report to Mr. Chisholm. Yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, I, 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 I'm reasonably hopeful that that people shouldn't be too too upset. Uh, okay, I'll just go. I'll but go it's always to the McGinn Ranch. Always safer to <laughs> always safer to ride with others than uh, ride on your own. Yeah, no, it's true. And I'm not bad with with the iron, so uh, if I can. Oh, brilliant! We can all have neatly ironed clothes. <laughs> not that kind of iron. <laughs> all right, sorry. The gun, the gun. Aye, I can. Uh, well, that might be useful as well. Yeah, quite often it is. Excellent. Quite well, soon. I'll just, I'll just uh, saddle up my horse and come on out of the ranch. We'll wait for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he runs off, comes back fifteen minutes later. Mighty fine of you, gentlemen, to invite me over for uh, for supper. That's, uh, for no reason at all, other than uh, yeah, other than <laughs> hospitality of. Uh... <sighs> what? I think it's just they're about to potentially ride into a gunfight with five other people. It might oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, yeah. Um, okay, so you're riding back to the ranch. Yep. Okay, as you as you start to near the ranch, you can see as you approach that there are um, flames, smoke. No, no, there are more horses out front than you would uh, you what? would normally. Sorry, horses in our herd or horses parked up on ropes. Horses tied up outside your ranch. Right. Okay. That aren't you? Don't appear to be yours. Yeah. It's five of them. I'm hoping we're not going to need your gun skills straight away. But be aware. I'm not expecting to see that many horses. Are you expecting trouble? Mm, no, yeah, more trouble than, seems to come to find us. No more than usual, but you know. Ever since we helped you guys out. These are dangerous times. Not sure I was... Uh... We, don't, we ain't blaming you. No, but uh, uh, did you invite me back here just because you're expecting trouble? <coughs> no, not at all. Oh, no, no, we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we still might not be having trouble. There uh, will be trouble, you know. It might just be people looking to do some business. Anyway, let's ride in. Okay, yeah. So as you as you ride up, you can see that. Uh, um, John Boy and Minnie are kind of on your veranda, and there's a there's a man looking flustered, looking like they've got a gun in their back. No, no, we're not looking super comfortable. Okay. Um, there's a there's a, there's a guy sat down with them, a rough and ready looking guy who looks quite well armed, um, with four other guys sort of stood around. Uh, Just uh, getting my coat out. Of the it way it kind of looks like a. It doesn't look like it's a, a fraught situation. It, I think, you know, Minnie and, and John Boy seem to be kind of 
perplexed and a bit worried, but not kind. Don't look like they're in immediate fear for their lives. Gentlemen, I shout when we're good way away. Just leaning forward on this horse, hand on my hip, coat to one side. You looking for us? Uh, the guy who's sitting down, um, yeah, stands up. He, had, he does have a kind of a rifle across his mm-hmm. knees. He, he gets up, he's holding it down by his side. He's not brandishing it. And he says, uh, would you gentlemen be uh, Mr. Harlesden and uh, Mr. Freeman? Nope, nobody by that name here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've never heard of this. guy here, he's Mr. <laughs> Harlesden and Mr. Freeman. <laughs> Mr. Halston Freeman's right in between us. No. Uh, I'm Freeman. This is Halston. Uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to make, a, make your acquaintance, gentlemen. Um, and uh, and uh, who are you? Who are we speaking to? My name's uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Is that a name you've heard? Mm, doesn't ring any immediate bells, no. Um... Me and my boys here are uh, have ridden over from Silver City. Silver oh, um, City, yeah, nice place. From uh, yeah, from Mister Taylor Bullard. I think you recognise that name, Mister Bullard. Now hold on, who is Mister Bullard? He's the older. He's the basically the big man in Silver City. The older. We killed his the son. older brother. Of, no, we killed, killed his, his younger, younger brother. brother. We killed his younger brother. Well, Minnie did. Ah, we didn't kill him. She did. Oh, that's really horrible. you saying. We didn't. We're not saying that. Obviously. No. You saying we got a problem here? I'm not here to cause trouble. That's good. I am here to deliver a letter on behalf of Mr. Bullard. And out of his dusty coat, he pulls a. He pulls that and he walks up. Are you still on your horses? Well, I'm so as soon as you said I'm not here to cause trouble, I think I will get off my horse a little bit away, though. Yeah, and um, dust myself off. Yeah, he puts he puts his rifle into his left hand, which seems to be his off favorite hand. Oh, his off hand, okay. And he's drawn this letter out of his thing and he kind of like walks towards you. He sees that you've kind of stopped and he stands and holds it out. I'll take it. If you gentlemen would like to take a take a few minutes to read that, and um, if you have any message you wish uh, wish us to to convey back to Mr. Bullard, then um, me and my boys will be waiting just up the road here to hear that message before we leave. And he whistles, so and these guys <clears throat> move off and un- unhitch their horses, and they just sort of walk, start walking a little way down your down your road. I'm sure by now you know that the name Bullard means in New Mexico. And the death of a bullard is an event of some consequence. I know you were behind the death of my brother, and the sheriff's exclamation of self-defense don't sit well with me, seeing the killing blow was a shot to the back of his head. Fair point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope you understand that I'm a man of some importance and reach. I don't say this to intimidate or harass, just a statement of fact. So you're accusing me <clears throat> yes. of intimidating those people in the By life. threatening to execute them, yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. That was just a statement of fact. 
Yeah, yeah, that didn't work then, and it doesn't work now either. I do not intend to exact revenge against you for the murder of Matthew, though by God I have that right. My brother was a bad sort, touched in the head by the devil himself, and God's injustice would have caught up with him eventually. But you owe me and mine for his loss. Never forget that, for I will not. One day I may need your help, a favour, and in lieu of Matthew's life, I hold that favour in reserve. I expect you will be only too pleased before God to make good on that debt at a time of my choosing. Until that day, I wish you prosperity and success. Sincerely yours, Taylor Bullard, Silver City, New Mexico. Hmm. Hey, what do we, say, we want to say back to you then? I mean, so as, you, as you're reading that, the Taylor, Bridgewater and the others have moved... Yeah, 50 or 100 metres away with their horses and animals waiting. you looking for a reply to go straight back? We're um, waiting for you if you wish to send a reply back. You don't, you're not obliged to, but um, if you have a message from Mr. Bullard, then it makes sense for us as we're going to be riding back to Silver City presently. Well, you can tell him he's mighty civilised. He is a mighty civilised man. And in respect to that, we may well... Although we claim, that we, I don't agree there's a debt, but I'm willing, maybe. You accept no responsibility for You don't yeah, agree there's a debt. I do not agree that and there's I a debt. You think Mr. Bullard would take no. issue with you on that fact? Well, yeah. Now, he has written a mighty fine letter. And in respect to that, I will say that if he wants to ask us a favor, as he says he will, then he can ask us. Whether or not we do that thing for him, will depend upon the nature of that favour. I can take that message back to Mr. Bullard. His I... brother was taking my compadre's mother's life. The person that shot him in self-defence was in need of defence. I'm not here to get into an argument with no, you, gentlemen. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying... Maybe next time I come back... By the nature I might be of that letter, in an argument with you, if, you know, uh, if you're disrespecting we, Mr. Bullard's uh, good intentions. We are not disrespecting his intentions. We are having a point of difference over whether we are in his debt or not. I say he can ask us that favour, and we may well agree to it. But that's based upon the nature of that favour. And you may not know Mr. Bullard uh, as well as mm -hmm. I do. Um, I would strongly advise you, if he has the, the 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 generosity of spirit, to ask you a favor in lieu of his brother's death. You would be very wise to fulfill that favor. Well, I for, can't say we've ever been wise. For turning down that favor might be the worst decision you boys ever made. Well, let us wait until we see what that favor is. But he is quite welcome to ask. For he has written a mighty civilized letter. I'm willing to listen. Anything else you want me to take back to him? Do say I admire his writing ability and his generosity of spirit. Oh. I see no black blood between the two of us, whatever he may think. Between us and him, I should say, not the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's early, yeah? yeah give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Okay, gentlemen, I will, uh, I will, I will, re I will convey that message to Mr. Bullard, and uh, 
You may see me again on the on the day that he asks you to fulfil your debt. And I've already turned back to Millie, and I'm saying, "How are you, Millie? Minnie. 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 She's all right. Who are you, Millie? You still here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, Bridgewater, you know, signals to his men, and they all saddle up and start riding off back towards the the road. I turn to the FBI man, FBI Pinkerton man. I say, no, see how trouble finds us. Did you kill that boy? If they'll, just, did, they'll say justice was exacted. He was. And it was self-defense. He was as attacking and about to murder my mother. So yeah, we did kill him in self-defense. Uh, as uh, evidenced by the sheriff of Silver City, that doesn't sound unreasonable in uh, in my book. It's a rough town. So, supper. Supper. Now we don't need you anymore, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> right, we get some supper. Time. So I'm thinking that your, your ranch hands, your cow hands that you've hired, mm. I think you could probably choose what their best skill was because you're employing them for that skill. Yeah, I was going to okay. say, I think... Um, Coming up with Hawkeye three times actually isn't terribly helpful for you. No. So I think of the three of them, you can change their key skill. So you've got nature, animal handling, and Hawkeye if you want it. Because <clears throat> particularly if you've got nobody with nature now, then you've got no one who can keep your cowboys alive on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, so they all had Hawkeye, and we had a skills of four, six, and seven. With if we're gonna make one nature and one animal handling, animal handling. Um, how do you manage the actual scores? Or can I just choose? Just yeah, just choose. And yeah, so they are. So their names are. Their names. Yeah. Uh, Anso Paulino. Anso. Yep. A N S O Paulino. Enrico Bolivar and Josh Brown. Yeah, so you're, unless you've, uh, uh, did you want to say anything particularly to Cody Picker? So you're, you're having a, a nice, nice supper with him at the ranch. Uh, well, I guess John Boy Smithson is out. So we could ask him. Um... Rounding up the. Whether he's heard of. News from up north in terms of uh, weather, Comanche movements, anything like that? Yeah, um, not any particular insight. I mean, everybody knows that the the Comanche are, uh, are pretty active and... Yeah, oh, you know, the army is working is working very hard to try and oppress them and put them down. Uh, because their traditional lands are shrinking so much that they are they are doing a lot of cattle rustling. Um, there's the occasional violent outburst both ways between the army and the Comanche. Uh, it's always a bit dangerous up in that neck of the woods in New Mexico right now. Ever since the 
the Bosque Redondo res- reservation was created, really, sort of 10 years ago, uh, up to its closure. About so you're saying four or the five years of the reservation caused trouble and the closure of the reservation caused trouble? Uh, yeah, I mean, the reservation just generally caused trouble. Mm. Um, it was never... The reservations were a good thing. It was never well managed. Uh, there was never enough food. Um, Is this because the government's Indian officers embezzled the food? Yeah. Yeah, largely. And, you know, if they weren't embezzling, there wasn't enough interest or care in looking after the natives properly, effectively. So they were always... Um, always facing hardship. Comanche. But the Comanche never never went into it, never went into the reservation. Um, but are kind of effectively fighting for what's left of their tribal lands, really. Yeah. Cool. So... Yeah, shall we, um, Anything else you want to ask him, William? I think so. No. I think we head yeah, William's. Could it be William? William was my brother who's dead. <laughs> you remind me of him now. You got all his qualities. Same tone of voice. <laughs> <laughs> you look mighty similar, except your couch sheet's different as all. <laughs> couch sheet makes sense as all. <laughs> yeah, but it's ugly. But all the information is on it in a way that it really doesn't make sense. So, pros and cons. <laughs> right, so you're going to start the drive, yeah? Yep. Okay. Right then, so uh, I guess a couple of days later, you've got everything ready. Uh, Cody Picker turns up, he arrives. He's got his, you know, his own horse, obviously. He's got his. Uh, his panniers are well packed. You can see that they're filled with stuff. Uh, you don't know what. Um, um, yeah, so you kick off. Pardon me. So, now the first three days, you're basically heading north uh, up the Rio Grande Valley. Roll a yep. D66 to see what the prevailing weather conditions are like. Okay, so yellow first is 22. 22. An easy path. You find, you know there are well-trod paths here. So you gain plus one to your find the way roll. Find the way being the Hawkeye. So, for these three days, you need to make a Hawkeye roll for finding the way. So you need to decide who is doing what action and who is going uh, to assist. So, what's your Hawkeye skill? My Hawkeye is 84. I think we should get in Hold on. Yeah. We should get Enrico to do the Hawkeye roll because he has six. Um, how many can help him? Well, up to you. There's a maximum of three can help. But we've got to do three rolls. But you've got all these rolls are happening concurrently. Okay, so, effect. so you have to divide your team how you wish. Can, <clears throat> how's, can Cody help with any of these? Or is he's, he's yeah, Cody well. can help. Yep. Cody can help with Hawkeye or animal handling. He's not. He's got no. He's no good at nature. So we've got our three guys, us two, and Cody. That's it. Yeah. 
So there's the six. Yes, that's correct. And we do three rolls. So I guess it makes sense to have one person doing the roll and one person helping on each one. So remember, you get plus one on your find the way, the Hawkeye roll, the first roll, because the you know the ground uh, and you can find the trails very easily. Okay, so that would give Enrico seven dice. So we just so we just let him roll on his own. Seven dice isn't much. Can they not push or can they push? NPCs can't push. Can't push. Right. So that's not very many dice. We give him help. Okay. Just one person's help then. That's what good. Else we got three. We got, we got three. We got an animal handling roll. So animal handling. I've got five on. I've got seven. You got seven. On. And we got then we got to do a nature roll to manage the trails. I've got and we've three got, on. We've got Josh who has seven. In nature. So I can't help with nature because I've got the skill. So I can help with the. So basically, we've got three rolls with six people. Mm -hmm. So effectively, we can have across yeah. the three rolls. We can have three dice of help spread across the three. Yeah, three so dice. one dice each, unless we want. Yeah, which would give us seven, eight, and eight on the roll. So that's the best we can get. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so do you want to roll for Enrico and his Hawkeye roll? Seven dice. Presumably, an NPC doesn't have a mishap. Die, you can't push. No. So you get, does that include the plus one for your conditions? Yes. No, fails. Okay, that brings minus one die to your manage the herd and manage the trail actions. So he's 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 basically taking you through some nasty scrub. Yeah. And even though you know you should know the way pretty well, he's uh. He's made some bad decisions and taken you over some rough ground. <clears throat> so animal handling, I have seven animal handling, so I think I should be doing this roll. So you get minus one die. So I get because of Enrico taking you through some uh, bad scrub. We'll get one die of help, which basically brings back to seven. Yep. One success. Okay, cool. That's uh, that gives you a bonus to the outcome roll. <clears throat> so you can you can either uh, give plus one to the outcome roll. What's the outcome roll? The outcome roll basically says sort of what happens and how well behaved the herd is. <clears throat> or you can use that bonus to travel an extra space. So instead of three, you do four. So do we do an outcome roll every? Every three, three days. squares. Yeah. yeah. So we do the this Hawkeye animal handling nature and then... And how's the outcome roll calculated? So you roll a d6 mm -hmm. and you add or take away any bonuses or negatives from your from your roll. That's really Yeah. But, so, for example, if you get a negative, that's the worst one, you'll get zero if you roll a one. Mm -hmm. um, one and two, the herd is being a bit skittish. Three also slightly less skittish, but four and above the herds are behaving well. Okay, can I raise a point? We've already done an animal handling roll. 
So what is this outcome about? The outcome is the impact on your herd of this three days travel. So they're a bit skittish. What does that mean mechanically? Uh, so mechanically, um, so depending on how... So Okay, so for example, if you, if you roll very badly in your outcome roll and get very low, you might lose some of your herd, which will t take a, a negative off your season, uh, tone of season business roll. So the worse you do, and the less of your herd gets to market, okay. the worse your, your bonus is. At so just end. one point, I sort of feel we don't need the outcome roll. We should be doing that off the, off the skill rolls, as opposed to then have a skill roll to give you a bonus to another roll. Possibly. The only, yeah. Um, okay, the outcome roll also gives the possibility of encounters and stuff. Yeah. As in, so like random encounters. Um, well, yeah. Okay, so true, but that you know you could. But I, I think we want to put the bonus. You know, minus uh, plus one isn't you know is better than minus one, obviously on the outcome roll. But actually, I think we're better off moving the extra square. Yeah, and that was our animal handle. So we still haven't done our nature roll. No, that's to see how well you guys are coping. When we, at the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the three-day. So it's a three-day period that you're yes. dealing with. So, yeah, so the, the, the manage the trails, the nature role, is about keeping you all well and healthy as you're doing this job. Okay, but then does that affect the outcome role, depending on the result on that? No. It might affect you though, so you might become exhausted, or okay. and then they have to stop and rest, and then it'll take longer. Okay, so I've already forgotten what we did now. So I'll find the way we failed, which gave us a negative on our animal handling role. Yep. But then we succeeded with one success on that. Yes. So that gives us either plus one on that combat, or we can go an additional An extra space. Yep. So that's like a third of a day. Does that actually help us? Unless we do that three times. Well, it's a whole day if we do it three times. Yeah, an extra we, square ahead. Yeah, each square is and one in day, fact, but we only I think three. that was, what did I say, was that 11 days or? So you count, count, count the square that your Donna, your Donna Springs is in as well. Yeah. So that's one. One, two, three, four, Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, eleven days. Okay, right. So we only need to get another one of those, and we've already. Okay. So should we? And you can use that to move an extra space then. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and then our nature roll. Yep. The manage roll. the trails, which is Josh. You has seven on nature, but we still have one dice to have help you. So that gets eight. Yep. Do you want to do that one? Okay. One, two, three. So any success with this, and you and your crew are Fine. being well enough looked after, yeah. No successes. Okay, so you're all exhausted. Now I need to remember what exhausted means. I'm not even sure this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. brought because there's there's nothing. So it's not one of the conditions on the, this couch. This couch sheet. Okay. Is it on that one? Got no conditions. 
I think we should take it as a thing on our stats. As damage? Yeah. Yeah, I think that works, actually. That probably works better, yeah. So, yeah, take a point of damage to quick or grit. So do we get to choose? I think so, yeah, on this occasion. Because otherwise, it'll just come off quick every time. Because yeah. quick was normally first. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, and then roll a d6 for the outcome. Okay, we've got no bonuses because we decided to move an extra space. Mm. Yep. So three. Three. The herd is skittish. Uh, minus one die to manage the herd roll in the next phase. So you get minus one die to your animal handling roll because the, the herd is skittish because <coughs> Enrico has taken you through a lot of rather unpleasant scrub and, and, and thorns. As you've been going through these couple of days, you can see uh, in the distance um, what look like wolf packs or coyote packs uh, kind of stalking your herd. It's uh, So is that from the outcome table? This is on, to... yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you don't think you've lost any... Any horses to them yet? But obviously there, there's something there. Can you? Uh, yeah. So as you're as you're sort of going along on the third day, you're you're getting, I guess, close to uh, what's that Fort Craig on your journey heading north. Um, you can see in the, in the distance. What looks like three wagons um, don't appear to be moving. They're just Are they on the road. Kind of off the road a little bit. Um, not a long way off the road, but Are they kind of in a couple of hundred on the meters. route where we're going ahead of us. Um, from where you are, you can just you can't really tell much more about them. They're a couple of hundred meters away. They don't. They're not moving. You can't see any obvious signs of life. No fires or anything, no smoke. Maybe I should ride ahead, check it out. Careful, could be a trap. Okay, you're saying I should do it then? Yeah, well, you, sorry, was that not what you were suggesting? Yeah, well, no, I'll, 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 we, we I'll clip up ahead and have a look. Okay, um, you can see, yeah, there, there are three wagons. Um, as you get closer, you can see that... Uh, they look a bit dishevelled. You can't obviously see anybody from sort of this range of you know, 50 or more, a few more meters. Okay. No smoke. No smoke. Um, no horses or beasts of burden. The wagons are just standing there. Uh, some of their fabric is canvas is flapping in the wind. <clears throat> Being attacked here before. Okay, riding up closer. Um, as you get a bit closer, you can see. There's uh, a couple of bodies lying in the grass, face down around them. I said no. 
Tales of the Old West is brought to you by Effect. The music is Old West Game by Stu Venable, used with kind permission of the Angry Folk Media Empire. It's just like the last game.